Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Free Agents Podcast. Apologies for the delay. We had to push back recording a couple of times, but we're here. We made it. Uh, we're actually going to have episodes on back-to-back days, which should be fun for all of you listeners. Um, and we have a great guest tomorrow. I'll keep it a surprise, but he's very cool. I'm very thankful to uh, have him on the pod. And I think you guys should be excited. It'll be a lot of great insight into a career in sports. And as well as that, he's just a you know a cool dude. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. To chopping it up with. Um, and we'll also have a guest every single week until the end of August, which will be the end of season two. So lots of good people lined up. Very excited. Obviously, Coop was incredible. Thank him for Amazing. his time. Yep. Uh, and I, you know, I look forward to continually posting the the clips from that, so you guys can keep seeing the little tidbits of advice that he has that are very, very good. So, I think with that, it's a great time to segue into the the name of the podcast is now slightly outdated. I think it's about time that maybe the you know the free agents are no longer free. I think it's been three months. We're now, agents, but Might we're just agents. Free agent. Instead of free agents. Exactly. <laughs> we'll have to change it to the singular. <laughs> yeah, because sadly, uh, I think <laughs> Brandon has not gotten as lucky as Andrew or I. But, not yet. Um, not yet. That's true. You got time. Yeah. Andrew, the floor the floor is yours, my man. You got the biggest announcement to make. So. Yeah, that was, uh, it's cool. My internship uh, offered me a full-time position, and it was, uh, it, it was funny because my – thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. But um, it was funny because my my supervisor, well, not my supervisor, the the internship coordinator um, sent me a message on uh, was it Microsoft Teams, and uh, she was like, "Hey, just want to check in and see how your internship's going." And I thought she was like doing this kind of routine with everyone, and so I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, like no problem. We can hop on a call on like Tuesday." And then um, she called me and she's like, "So how's your internship doing? Like, do you like the work you're doing?" I was like, "Yeah, it's been great." And she goes, "That's good to hear because uh, we want to offer you a full time position." uh as a account coordinator uh so it's a uh, ex- exciting stuff i got my first very first job offer so it's cool uh i passed the audition i guess so hey i mean i i think that at the end of the day an internship is exactly supposed like supposed to lead to this type of outcome maybe yeah. not at that, that I feel company like that's the goal but of the internship. It was my goal going into it. I was like, I, I need to, I need, I'm now graduated and I'm like the only one who's graduated out of all the interns there. So I kind of had to like step it up and try to, try to see if I could get a job, which was cool. So, but you that's did. awesome. And I did. did. And I wasn't no. expecting it, which is even better because on Tuesday I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then I was like, for the rest of the day at work, I was like, what just happened? <laughs> I mean, that so, had to just be a really good surprise too. Oh, it was a great surprise to get on a Tuesday. Like fantastic. Yeah. yeah, no, good things don't happen on Tuesdays usually. No, Tuesdays usually like a hor- you're in the beginning, still in the beginning That's of the true. week. Oh, God. It's just Monday, volume two. <laughs> it's Monday, part two. Wednesday is Monday, part three. Yet. Yeah, Thursday is well, Monday, part Wednesday, four. Wednesday, you know, you're halfway there. And well, then Thursday, Thursday, you're like, okay, tomorrow's Friday. Just got to get through today and tomorrow. That's yeah. true. But a week. Was, strange concept. News, but it was great news. So. But then Matt, you also have some some news to I mean, share. My news is very much not as not as big as Andrew's. So, well, if anyone's <laughs> anticipating something of the same quality, I apologize. But uh, I have a, a part time social media gig, doing some 
soccer social media work. Very excited to thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I couldn't have done it without my loyal my loyal fans. Um, <laughs> but the, the the funny part is, because um, I think we had talked about like pretty early on about like LinkedIn and just the yeah. weird place that it is. Um, and I try, I resist using it. I resist posting on it because, you know, everything that I see on there for the most part is just not the type of thing that I want to be posting on anything with my name yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously no offense to people who post on it. Like some people enjoy, you know, career Facebook like that. Yeah. Um, but I was like never really into that type of stuff. And I feel very uncomfortable posting about myself saying like, oh, I did these things because it's like, who cares? <laughs> like even for me personally, it's like, all right. Yeah. Like, and so what? Um, but I finally posted that like I graduated school in like June, like middle of June or maybe beginning of July. I was like, yeah. I have to do it. It has to be done. Like maybe out of sheer luck, somebody will see this and be like oh like well yeah but the no the crazy part is um a classmate of ours reached out to me and he said oh like they're this this digital agency is hiring uh like an english community manager i think you'd be like a great fit i'll send your resume over if you sent to me i'm like i'm like Amazing. for sure i was like Amazing. sure man like, yeah and so that's that's how it happened um so I guess the lesson yeah, I here need is to post on LinkedIn now. Well, I just I just realized I'm like, did I did I update my graduation day on LinkedIn? Because I almost never I don't really use it that much. So I'm like, I need to check that. Too. I need to check it after this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that it. I know that they'll sometimes like post for you, like LinkedIn, if you have it set up to where, anytime you change your job status, it'll like post it as an update in the feed. I have oh, that right. off because. I don't want everyone to know what I'm doing constantly. I feel like that's kind of yeah. <laughs> an invasion but of my I want privacy. To know what you're doing constantly, Matt. No, but you you will know. That's the thing. I'll tell you. I don't need <laughs> yeah. like random LinkedIn people from my high school. Yeah, like other, people from my high school that connected with me. Yeah, so it's fair. Um, but I know they don't do that with like graduation dates because I checked. Uh, <laughs> you can set it. You can set like you can say, "Oh, I graduated in May of right 2021," which is right. like obviously I think what we all had set when we first made yeah. our LinkedIn's because you have to put an end you date. You have to you put an just, end date, yeah. Yeah, so it just doesn't post like May 1st, 2021 when like it's you're supposed to be done. It's like, oh, like Andrew right. Hing graduated from New York University. That doesn't happen. So I saw a lot of people doing it and I was like, it has to be done. It has to you be know? done. Cause, no, because some people might, because I know a lot of people, especially with Roni, um, either delayed a semester, like took a semester off. And like, yeah. to be honest, if I was a junior, like if I, we wouldn't have graduated in the May, in the May. Okay. In the uh, May. In, in May. <laughs> wow. Um, I would have definitely taken like a semester off or something. Cause I could, you know, at the end of the day, I wanted to like graduate with the homies. I yeah. didn't want to yeah. graduate with a bunch of people who were like the year below me. Um, and, I was at the mindset like, okay, if I have two semesters left, I might as well just like finish it up. I don't yeah. have a lot left. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, it makes sense that people might suspect that you hadn't graduated. Apologies for anyone watching on video. I had some sleep in my eye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I guess the moral of the story here is you have to swallow your pride and 
you know, post about yourself on social media. Make some because, posts on LinkedIn. Well, shout out to our classmates. I mean, our classmates are great. They, they yeah, no, are they're very helpful and they're they're always you know trying to connect. So they're awesome. goats, man. They are. Of, you know, Leo, if you're if you're listening, much hey, love, brother. Leo. Yes, MVP. I love so, Leo. <laughs> you know, the, the, the goat helped me up. Um, and hopefully, you know, it's starting as like a small thing, like a small ish manageable contract. Um, but I could take on more stuff and then hopefully evolve. And then I'm still waiting to hear back on another thing, like another part time thing. And then if I can combine those two, as we talked about that's in a full-time. episode one, yeah, two part time, two part that's two part-time to equals a, one full time, right? Exactly. exactly how and, it then, works. and then I can start my tax evasion scheme. So. One plus one is one. About. So there you go, there you go. But I think on the on the job front, that's pretty much all we got. But the thing is, positive developments are very rare nowadays. I would say that when I got the position or like was sent the contract, um, I won't go into any details of the contract because I'm sure they appreciate that. I don't <laughs> want it. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to go crazy here, but. Yeah. Um, you know, I was interested that there were things that I just didn't expect in it. I think yeah. that like getting a job actually and receiving all the stuff and like thinking about getting a job are like completely different situations. Very different. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I would say at least for me, you know, seeing all of it in writing and all this like legal speak, I was like, wow, this is... Yeah. It's happening, um, it, it, <laughs> but then it like you, real. yeah, like you get into the nitty, the nitty gritty of it, and you know, I kind of felt like a sense of um, uncertainty. Yeah, like you see the date, like oh, like this is the contract ends on this date. It's okay, like I'm locked in. Yeah, like, at it's, least for someone like me, yeah, like commitment is scary. Um, <laughs> I say for jobs mostly. Um, <laughs> But yeah. definitely some other yeah. things. Um, but <laughs> um, so like that sense of finality kind of like got me pressed a little bit. Uh, I'm curious to see how you reacted, Andrew. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, I was for me, it was one of those things of like, I just I was so focused on getting an offer. Like I wasn't even thinking about like, oh, yeah, this will be like I'll get the full contract and I'll read it out. And I wasn't even thinking like benefits or anything like that. And I just got the sent over the contract on Friday and I took a look at it and I'm like, wow, I was not prepared for all this like legal speak kind of stuff. Like I did the internship contract, but that's that's nowhere near what they send you when you get like a full time offer. Yeah. And I just like I'm looking through it and I'm like, I don't know what half of this means. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I have to call my dad and be like, hey, can you can you like just go through this real quick? Because I have no idea what the hell this is talking about. But, Put um, it in the dictionary. Literally. You know, I actually feel like our classes should have prepared us more for that. Like, we were talking about how school should have prepared us for taxes, for taxes. and stuff. But especially yeah. just, like, signing a contract for a job. Like, especially through NYU, where they keep bragging about how pretty much all of us go on to get really good jobs. They should teach us about the contracts that we're going to sign. So what I'm hearing right now is Brandon's going to start his own curriculum at NYU. And it's... Uh, it's what is it going to be business in the real world and you'll just be business talking about taxes world? and I like that idea. taxes and, and stuff like i that. mean nyu does have real world classes so they do have that could That's be true. a new real world class i i really do do think that 
maybe there were resources outside of our realm, like the Wasserman Center. I didn't really use that very often. I that didn't might either. have that might have I been mean, a place what? to do it, but I don't it, think so. It's true. It's true, you know? but like I mean they Wasserman I know they helped like people get jobs. But because I was kind of finding internships on my own, I never really used them. But yeah, like if anyone used Wasserman, let us know. Like, yeah, I didn't know anyone who like got a job through. I think Wasserman. I went there once. I think I went to Wasserman Center once. The, the, the only thing is, I like their faculty advisors. But yeah, well, those are those yeah. are different. That's like yeah, exactly. how I, I got some of my stuff through faculty as well. Like those yeah. are, I think, the most important research when you're in school. Yeah is the faculty. I'm just very interested to know if the career support that NYU says they provide is legit, you know, I don't, because I personally don't know anyone who used it. Maybe I'm incorrect and people did and they, you know, were scared to talk about it, but um, I'm just very interested because at the end of the day, NYU makes its living by saying our students have the highest median salary of any university in the country. That's a whole different thing. So like a whole nother. And I think we can talk about salary a little bit later because we plan to have like a a good segment on that. But I'm just very interested to see what their career support is given like their whole shtick is like, we'll set you up for the highest earning career. Yeah. Uh, So one would think that their career development resources would be, you know, really good. Maybe they're really good in, you know, like a Stern or a Gallatin or, you know, Right. A school that doesn't have like 800 people, maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, and this isn't to knock on NYU's resources. I think at the end of the day, like we're very well equipped to be in the professional world. And, you know, our class has taught us a lot of things to do that. Yeah. We're just now kind of reflecting on, okay, this is these are things that would have been nice to know. It's not exactly. things that we can't figure yeah. out. It's these just, just would have been like extra liked. tools. Yeah to be equipped with because at the end of the day like we took sports law we learned some legal jargon i don't know if you took it andrew i did i did yeah um but does there's no like okay this is what's in a job contract like exactly what's what's interesting is my my sister who hopefully she'll come on the pod soon gotta get a time on the schedule um but she had like a whole class second semester of her final year when we were in our final year because I have a twin sister. Um, It was like a, the whole thing was like revamping your resume, like how to apply to jobs. Like literally the entire class was that. Yeah. Um, I say that the SPS equivalent of that was strategies for academic success. And that was beginning of freshman year. And that was like mostly focused on, okay, you have to show up to class. Exactly. And also it was just two sessions that were just like two hours yeah, there are two two-hour sessions that we sat in, yeah. and it was a pass-fail grade, and we didn't have to like write anything. I mean, they gave us like a thing to write on, but it was like... I also feel like I didn't learn anything that I wouldn't I just have remember learned that we just did going to class. trivia questions, and they were giving away just baseballs. That's right. <laughs> I do remember that. They were throwing baseballs around. I remember that. <laughs> I wanted one, That's... but I, I didn't get anything right. <laughs> and no one, no one yeah. signed a waiver going in, so if they hit someone, that would have been a lawsuit. Waiting that's to happen. Just waiting to happen there. That's that. Um, that's tuition money back. Yeah, I know for sure. And I think again, like the whole this whole topic of conversation at least brings me back to what we talked about in terms of like because we talked about the future of work. Like, how does work look in the future? Yeah, I think that higher education also is going to have to pivot because at the end of the day, I think people are realizing 
a college degree is not enough anymore. And you might be better used spending that time, like those four years, just like finding work. Because at the end yeah, of the day, like college, college was great. I loved the classes when we were in person. Big asterisks <laughs> yeah. on the in-person. When we were in person, they were fantastic. Um, but like if it ever like leans heavily more remote, it's more about like, you know, I think at the, at the price that it's currently at, you have to go all in. Because if, yeah. if you aren't, then there's no point in mortgaging your house uh, for four years of education. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's I'm very interested to see where that goes. I think that if colleges lean more into, okay, we're going to prepare you professionally and create more classes about, like, okay, this is how you, like, set yourself up to get a job. I guess there were networking events when we were at NYU, but, you know, make well, them, like, less cringe. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also it was also the thing of, like, when I, I, for me at least, when I got to NYU, like, I came from California. I didn't know a single person, so I didn't necessarily socialize as much as I probably like I didn't go out as much and like do events as much as I probably should have but also like I was new there and then second semester like second year we studied abroad so I missed like a whole entire semester there came back and it was like okay and then COVID hit and it was like I had all that time where I was like oh yeah yeah, like my senior year I'll finally like hit my stride and start doing stuff and then we had to all go home so it was like there were intentions there and then it just got all thrown off by exactly I mean I don't know. Our experiences are going to be defined by COVID. I feel like with college. Oh, absolutely. Like, that impacted COVID. our lives. So much. Yeah. Let's not even That's talk true. about the rest of our careers are going to be defined by start, this. Yeah. Exactly. I think we're like uniquely positioned because obviously class of twenty twenty as well, not just our class. Right. But right. Twenty twenty. They they graduated like two months after the the Roni started. Yeah, yeah. Know, like, like if, when it was if really you graduated scary. in yeah. May, you know that was a that was a bad time. But yeah, you were you were done. You got out. You know, you did like two months on Zoom, and that was it. And then obviously, like, if it. you got a job, you were doing like Zoom job, Zoom um, yeah, or something like that. But graduating into the but, job, that job market was also really difficult because everyone oh, was losing money and they were not good. Firing, yeah. yeah. They just weren't hiring. They weren't. They adding just people. weren't hiring. Yeah. So that that's obviously difficult. But I think we're also more uniquely positioned because we were in school after, like yeah. we had a full mm-hmm. year, pretty much like fall and spring, of Zoom school. Yeah. Where we kind of realized, okay, this is a load of baloney, for lack of a better term. Um, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah, that's a very kind way to put it. Um, Even this PG. Today. And we were kind of learning with everybody else about, okay, like this is how, you know, I can use my spare time. Like there was a downtime. Okay, what, what am I going to do here? You know, yeah. I can't say I was, you know. I'm saying, oh, like we became so good at managing our time. And like, that's total cap. I have no ability to manage any of my time. But that's a generational uh, thing, right? That's that's like our entire generation, I feel. Yeah. Gen everyone Z I talk like, to yeah. is like, everyone I talk to, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm terrible managing. It's like three, three second attention span. Like, oh, what's that shiny thing over there? Um, it's our phones. I'm blaming it on the phones. Yeah. It's like, oh, like I, my so Farmville village needs work. Farm. Getting notifications on Farmville. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But like what I was what I was trying to say is we're uniquely positioned because we didn't graduate immediately. We we're in Zoom yeah. that whole time. We like figured out new ways to connect with people because we had to. Yeah. Um, especially you know with just with us or with our classmates, like how to, you know, 
I can't say I played very much like online video games in terms of like with my friends just because I would see them a lot. But that was like my one sense of like communication. Like was I, a lot I of video it was like every, every yeah. day. Cause this was like how I you know, got my daily dose of socializing. Um, yeah. If you can't leave the house and you can't see people like video games are a great way to just yeah, go like, online the, and talk to people. And this is the best. Well, I, I wasn't and talking to randos. To do no, exactly. Instead exactly. of just hopping on a zoom. Cause yeah. we were all, done with zoom i didn't i didn't i I didn't want to like just sit there and talk to people really like it's nice to go and do something else like play a video game but be able to talk yeah well hey there's nothing better to do in that period of time than to play video games it's not going outside you're not you know putting anyone at risk you're actually helping the world by just staying at home it's true that was a service to everyone else and you're welcome (laughs) yeah um but again like just to go back to the main point we're uniquely positioned (laughs) So, yeah. many, so many right. tangents um so many tangents today because we've yeah. been through so much and i think yeah. we know how to like we're very adaptable i think that Whoa. any employer can look at our situation and be like oh, okay so they did well in normal school they did well in zoom school right you know they found ways to keep up with themselves and not have gaps in their resume yeah and you know well yeah. i think a lot of it also is like we were basically the trial and error people i mean the like, guinea pigs the guinea pigs i mean For when sure. i was i would i had an internship when covid first started and i was working i came back to california i was working remote and we had to figure out a way to get programming out to kids all across the country because we were shutting down in-person programs and it was like all right i guess we'll try these newsletters we tried tiktoks like you just basically threw everything you possibly could think of at it TikToks. and then literally we were making tiktoks to have like kids like um stitch together and like do it alongside us oh together. i thought you meant like oh. you were making tiktoks saying that you were closing down and you're like oh, oh you no dancing. you're like oh by the way no in person i was like what we are closed no. yeah i was like i was like what <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of good andrew do you like you. Make TikToks? it was no I, I was impressed by that no my my girlfriend and i occasionally will like we'll see a tech diary we should do that and then we try it and we realize we're, but we both can't dance oh so no it's good and then they don't get posted don't worry i have i hey, have like okay. my my internet footprint is very minimal right now must must <laughs> must be nice how many tiktoks are you in now now i'm gonna start looking for you big i'm in zero so i think um, we should we should start doing our tiktok account for this for uh for this podcast yeah well and we'll just start dancing it's all three we'll of see, us man. stitching We'll see, man. See. Uh, no, <laughs> you're right. Like downloaded a, TikTok. Don't do it. I'm proud. I'm. You know what, Brandon? For you, for your sake, don't do it. <laughs> that's gonna that's what it. everyone tells me when I tell yeah. them that. They're like, at this point, if you don't have it, don't download don't it. Don't download like, it. it. Yeah, eats up so much time. Apparently, they're gonna so, they're gonna steal your data. So, well, it's one of the things is like for my from this is just another tangent that we can come back to what we're talking about. But like, um, part of my part of my job is like I research like influencers and I have to go on TikTok and like look at them up. And yep. half the time I'll be watching like I'll be searching and then I come across an interesting video and I end up like watching TikTok for like half an hour. I'm like, right, focus, work, work. Like it's <laughs> it's hard. TikTok is really addicting. It's like their their yeah. algorithm is absolutely great at just put sho- shoving stuff that you like in your face it should so. be age restricted though low-key like it i feel like kids should. oh definitely kids should. should not be on that that app um, it's really bad for young kids yeah but in terms of like pivoting i completely understand like when i because i was in social media too yeah in that time and it was like all right like what do we post yeah like, like there's no more media? sports like what do you even post on these guys accounts so there's a lot of like That's brainstorming with that yeah um but again like 
I think that if people are looking to hire individuals, you know, because Coop talked about it on the last episode, that like yeah. our class is very unique and like best positioned for the workforce. So I think yeah. that, you know, not to toot our own horns here, but if you, you know, <laughs> I feel like if you are trying to hire someone, like somebody of 20, class of 2020 or class of 2021 is going to be the most helpful for your organization because we know yeah. how to adapt. We go through a lot of different situations. And we've it's not like we're yeah, like we've been put through the ringer and like we're yeah. still here, like yeah. pushing on. And, and it's not like COVID's going away at this point. Cause nah, nah, big. Like, yeah, the Delta Airlines is. If anything, so, it's coming back. <laughs> if it, oh, gosh. I saw I saw a photo the uh, yesterday of Wallapalooza at Chicago. Have you guys seen that on Twitter? Yeah. Or uh, Rolling I've seen Loud. Like some videos of just the crowds at all of these concerts all the pools is insane it was like a where's waldo to find the one mask guy like somebody like zoomed in and found yeah. like the one guy in the crowd of like hundreds of thousands of people wearing a mask and it was like oh, i mean man. i think at the end of the day what the problem is right now is that once the vaccine came out states said okay like we're good now yeah 100 capacity yeah. Um, and I think for a while it was fine. Yeah. You know, there was like four weeks there where it looked like things were trending in like a very good direction. Yeah. Um, Delta then shows up. And I don't think that states know how to properly shrink capacity down. Yeah. Because now that they've already reopened 100%, I don't think that they would have the support to then further shrink. Um, unless no, there's some like crazy economic stimulus passed, which is just not going to happen. Not going to happen um, at this point. Yeah. So it's like a rock and a hard place. Okay. Like we have yeah. Delta. We yeah. should probably, um, I guess outdoor events are probably like a little bit more safe, but it's like, okay. Indoor dining should probably be limited. Thinking about it, probably, you know, well, movie mass theaters indoors should still be in place, but there's fight back on that one. Yeah. Well, I, again, I just think at the end of the day, it's going to be very hard to reinstate the restrictions. Yeah, the restrictions. Because I agree. Because people are already people resuming their lives exactly. as if there were none. Um, so they're just, it's just rocking a hard place. But and yeah. nobody, and it, and I get it. It's like nobody wants to go back to what we were doing because that no. wasn't fun. <laughs> but, but we like, won't. But the thing is, you don't. You won't have to if you we're able to like person. weather. Yeah. yeah. If you if you weather the storm in terms of you know limiting capacity and. You know, if anyone's listening to this and you haven't gotten vaccinated, please, please get, vaccinated. get vaccinated. Please it's get safe. vaccinated. There's no problems. The only thing that might happen to you is you'll feel a little bit sick for one day, and then you'll be fine. They totally. And then die. you won't. I and then you won't. Side effects. Get sick or die. I saw a chart yeah. today. I might like repost this somewhere, but it was ninety-nine point nine six percent of all people that are vaccinated do not go to the hospital when they test positive. Yeah. It's like I, one in a million that you would go to the hospital yeah. with COVID and then 0.003% of those who go to the hospital die. So if that's all you need to know at the end of the day. I mean, have you seen the on. x-rays of people's lungs at like they, they have them like with without COVID yeah. in the it's vaccine crazy. with COVID and the vaccine and like without with COVID and without the vaccine. And it's like a scary. Those images scare the hell out of me. I haven't seen those comparisons, but that sounds no. They scare the ones. Yeah. The ones like without vaccines and with COVID, their lungs are like completely filled up with stuff, and it's like yeah, scary. Well, yeah. What's especially interesting to me in a, in a country like the U.S., where 
private insurance rules or yeah. employ, you know, have to be, you have to be employed to have insurance. Um, it's very interesting to see that people who can get the vaccine for free. And now I'm kind of pissed to be honest, because you, if you get vaccinated now, you get a hundred bucks. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I would have done it. I did it for free. I did it for no, no dollars. Exactly. So that feels I'm chips. like, I'm like, maybe I should have waited. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, but like in a place where, you know, public insurance really isn't like that much of an option. Yeah. Unless you're like very low income. Um, I don't know why people wouldn't want to protect themselves from that when they're basically on the hook for any sort of yeah. hospital costs. Um, and on, exactly. on the on the topic of, you know, insurance, I think that salaries that we've been presented have <laughs> yeah. been, I would say, lower than we there's, had anticipated. I feel so, like, well, yeah, there's there's an expectation and then there's the reality of what you get. Oh, yeah. And, and they're two very different things. It's an ever evolving, uh, ever evolving figure uh, when you get when you get that that first offer i think because yeah. i thought i was going to get more and then but it's funny because i i tell the story because i distinctly remember like our first day that we were we got to nyu and we got to like the sports thing and they sat us down they're like you're not going to make a lot of money out of college like they told us mm-hmm. that they straight yeah. up told us that and no, they did warn us i didn't know what that meant and i think like, part of me was like oh, i'll be fine like that's future Hunter's problem <laughs> <laughs> and now future Andrew is really upset with past Andrew because he set his expectations way too high. Um, he should have went in finance instead. Um, I, I should have been an engineer. What was I thinking? Yeah. Well, I mean like sales or something like, yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't know yeah. what I thought, but. Well, I mean, I think the, the thing is that they said you wouldn't be getting paid very much. And I think if you look at a lot of what we had thought we would be, be able to get, Right. In terms of like maybe ten thousand more than what people are receiving, like is still not a lot. No. Like they were still correct no. even on the upper band of our expectations. Like it's still yes. not very much, it's especially in New York City. So <laughs> yeah, and the Bay Area. The fact that like... it's yeah, the fact that it's even lower, yeah, is interesting to me. I guess maybe it's the fact that some companies anticipate that people are just going to be working remotely. And they don't need to pay them as much because there's just less living expense when you're living remotely. But I mean, I would dispute that claim in the sense that you're objectively having to pay more because I, I would say I would say for us it's less living expense mess maybe because you can move back in with their parents. But I think for some people that's not necessarily an option, or you're going I mean, back to you know. But that's still kind of you know. Imagine a company being like, okay, so we're gonna pay you less and honestly we expect you to move back home with your parents well, that, like, that's what? what i mean it's like it's are like you kidding yeah. me? it's well, like, like yeah your your first job you're gonna have to move back home yeah it's like imagine <laughs> telling people you, that you have like, to you cannot exactly. we will make sure that you cannot afford your own place to live but it's, yeah you you need to make sure that you can have a place with free rent or else yeah, it's gonna be I mean, very hard to live and laundry because that's also expensive because laundry in new york i remember was a nightmare i would just um, buy new yeah. clothes at that point <laughs> <laughs> just buy like a washboard like one of those old get a rock from the river and just kind of like wash it yourself exactly. I'm, I'm down bro that sounds nice honestly just shower workout. with your clothes on oh that's smart wash them in there just cut out the middleman oh. all together nah bro what <laughs> you'd be like 30 pounds getting out of the shower 
or obviously your body weight <laughs> 30 plus 30 pounds. pounds. Yeah. I'm not saying like. <laughs> you get into the shower, you just come out, you're 30 pounds heavier. <laughs> no, you just come out 30 pounds total. Just 30 pounds. Oh, that would be. That's. That's, that's dangerous. Like a, that'd be yeah, worrying. That'd be so concerning. It'd be practically Very floating. Um, but well, again, like, like I think expectation versus reality is a really important point, especially not even for the salary part. But right, you know, well, I, I can't own. say I expected to go over seventy <laughs> uh, in job applications coming out of college. I was like, all right, like maybe you know, I'll get something higher hit rate or any hit rate. <laughs> you're to pulling, be you're pulling that Chris Davis slump right now. Just o for fifty four. <laughs> I wish. I wish that was my I wish. I'm like two weeks past that. <laughs> but I like for me, I remember because my well, my brother is an aerospace engineer and he got Damn. his master. Yeah, he got his master's. So he went to grad school or yeah. Okay. So he went to, he graduated and got his master's. And then right after that, like out of college, he got his first job because everything else was an internship before that. And I was yeah. I saw that and I was like, oh, he's he's making like a decent amount of money out of college. Like that's a very livable wage in the Bay Area. And I was like, oh, okay, like I'll be chilling. And I totally forgot. I am not a master's engineer. I'm I'm a I'm a business of or a bachelor's of science sports business management. Sports major. management. Yeah. Who still specializes in social media. I'm not uh I'm not <laughs> I'm not exactly that 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 caliber. Aerospace so. engineer with a master's. Yeah, there's a little bit of a difference there, but the, I'm getting the floor there. is lower. I'm getting there. But the ceiling is just as high. That's the I thing. Mean, his ceiling, his ceiling, he's hit fair. the ceiling. Like no, the that, ceiling, the ceiling in sports, if he can get there, very high. The ceiling like is the floor. Getting there. The ceiling is the floor. And the ceiling is the roof, as Michael Jordan said. <laughs> um, it's a good quote. That should be that should be as uh, sports businesses like the global was it now Preston Robert Tisch Institute for Global Sports. That should be like their their slogan. The ceiling is the, the, the ceiling, ceiling is the roof. roof. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think you're right. I think that if you can get there somehow, you can be yeah. like one out of 30 or one out of 32 in some leagues or, you know, work at the league. Um, you can be very lucky. But I think that there's just a lot of this is all professions. There's a lot of like income inequality and yeah, you have to work so hard for so long just to be able to get like that one big payday. I think you could argue it's actually the same for athletes as well. Well, um, that's what I was about to say. I feel like athletes and what we go through are kind of similar because you have to build it up and you kind of have to put in that work and grind and then maybe hopefully you'll climb to the top. Hopefully it pays some off. people like the majority of people won't be a CEO of a company or a GM of a no. team. It's just, that's, that's the reality of it. There's not that many positions, but yeah. you know, if you're lucky, maybe one day you'll get up to that point. So, I mean, you, I think you gotta be a combination of, you know, talent, <laughs> luck, Black. nepotism, yeah. networking yeah yeah like it's just gotta a be lot a, that goes all the cards it. all the cards have to be in the right order for you to, yeah. to exactly. get there but it's very hard to be a rando and get those positions um but i think at the end of the day hopefully um there can be more of a you know social mobility or professional mobility in our in our workplaces just because there's more diverse individuals running a lot of these corporations i wouldn't necessarily say in sports because let's face it they're not it's they're not doing that great on that it's a lot of white males um it's like 
old yeah. white males age 54 or older who yeah are well it's like a lot of the people who own sports teams are like it's old money it's yeah, either exactly. like yeah you know you look at the, ro- the rockets from... yeah yeah well t- like tillman for is like a restaurant and casino guy like that's so yeah. easily old money yeah um yeah. like the, i think that he might have to sell the team because like covid wiped out so many of his businesses um so you know i think like once our generation becomes 40 hopefully the landscape looks a lot different i i for everyone's sake i hope it really does because yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now it's uh we're not doing the greatest on that front but nope no um but i think that's also a, this is a good place to talk about coop just as a as kind of a finishing thought because yeah i think you said a lot of good stuff and i think you know re-listening to it and you know kind of thinking about what he said it, it really you know uh, made the impression that you know like you, the being grateful was one of the, the major themes yeah throughout yeah um, and I think it's really easy especially for us in a period where so much just went to shit so fast so fast um, it was like zero to a hundred for lack of real quick real yeah, again quick. for for a lack of a better term um so <laughs> I think that it was no 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 no, no. it was just no, no, it was no, just no, very no, hard no. I think for me personally up until very recently to really like appreciate the struggle yeah be grateful for even the bad things that happen um and i think uh coop did a really great job of like putting things in perspective um yeah yeah. i mean i re-listened to that and i was like well you know what as as much as i don't like struggling it's like not fun it is kind of you learn more from struggling than you do from success. So definitely like the more, the more we struggle now, the easier it'll be for us later. And this is, this is, this is how my attitude has shifted. Future Andrew is not going to have that problem. I really hope I'm not going to do what I did to, to myself in freshman year. So yeah, I I think that, you know, I'd rather fail as a 22 year old as many times and, and then learn from that and hopefully, you know, adjust myself when i'm that's the thing is like with mistakes it's completely fine as long as you learn something from it learn something from it yeah and and now is the time to make mistakes i mean you're at that age where nobody expects us to be perfect we're just getting into the business world or whatever world you're going into no matter what we're all just graduated um if you're around our age and our friends um exactly but like this is the time to make mistakes and i don't think you can be really scared to like i've made a couple mistakes already at my internship and it's been like okay i got it now how could you i've done it i've done it and now i've (laughs) i've I've learned from it so yeah i think i was really paranoid and you still got a job offer too well that was that was i was really paranoid about that when i first started i was like this is an audition i cannot mess up like this has to go perfectly and i made a couple mistakes and then i've learned from them i've talked to people about it and it's been like okay and now they offered me a job because i think they've seen that i've learned and i kind of understand what they want to do so it's yeah one of those things where you just have to go in assuming that you will make mistakes well i mean i think at the end of the day like no one is infallible even those at the very top who we think are like the most successful human beings what make yeah. have made many mistakes and currently make mistakes i think that everyone is human yeah. you know that expression i think is way overused but it's true um, you know we just have to accept a good point. failure and mistake as as part of life and continue to move forward um, yeah but that make those were now. kind of yeah those are my takeaways um Obviously, there's a lot more in that episode. If you haven't checked it out, please do listen to it. I think it's a, it's very helpful for anyone who 
is pursuing a career in anything, I think that he provides a lot of like blanket advice. Um, yeah, I, I always you, come away after talking with Coop with something like oh, talking yeah, to him is awesome because every time you come away with something, I mean, he's just a unicorn, you know. He is a unicorn. <laughs> he he is a unicorn, self-proclaimed. Chris I mean, it, it never ceases to amaze me how much stuff that he he does, like, and how many different realms he's in. It's pretty pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. So again, we thank Coop for that. Check out that yeah. episode. Um, but I think that we're just about just about done here. We thank you for listening this far. If if you made it, um, the episodes are going to be maybe a little bit longer now because uh, I guess we can say this publicly now. But we were yeah. using Zoom. <laughs> Uh, before and we had a, a 40 minute limit on the free zoom calls but now we found an alternative hopefully it works and if you're hearing this it means that it did it means um, it did work if you're hearing this which gosh hoping. i hope so because i, yeah. I think having that 40 better. limit 40 minute limit we had before was kind of like at times Very we would stressful. try to cram it'd be really stressful and like we would try to cram and i've, I've seen matt a couple of times just watching the clock run down and being like <laughs> his eyes just get wider and wider <laughs> yeah um but we sh- we're still gonna be around the same like 40 minute episode yeah so. yeah we're not going like an hour and a half don't <laughs> nobody, no no don't worry about that we're not sadly we're not, episode one has, is our most listen listened episode and it's an hour and 10 minutes so we started we off long yeah we apologize for that but we'll be back at it tomorrow excited uh, about our guest keep our eyes pe- keep your eyes peeled at our socials and uh yeah. we will Thanks catch you guys tomorrow yeah yeah thank you